Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Wonder Woman on today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. Before we get into the main segment of today's episode, um, I realized that I've been doing this a lot uh, in the last month or so, and I apologize. I'm trying, trying to sort sort of figure everything out, and every time I think I have it figured out, it's thrown off course. I guess is how I would describe it. Um, yes, I realized that I did not release the May scavenger hunt review episode. Uh, that is still being worked on. That will come out just a little later than expected. Uh, also, no, there will not be a June scavenger hunt uh, segment this month. Um, I'm trying to hash that out as well and see what I want to do regarding that now that I'm in a relationship and sort of figuring that out as well. Um, Likewise, I have not really been watching as many movies as I have been. Uh, not even one a day uh, in the last few weeks, um, which is in some ways perfectly fine, and I, I'm very happy in my personal life at the moment. But uh, it does leave a small hole in in things in in, in how I've been living prior to this. So that's again something I'm going to have to work out on my own. So I am trying to work that out, figure figure out how I'm going to do that going forward. Uh, I realize that I'm definitely not going to be able to put out like an episode a day, which is kind of what I want to be able to do. That's the ideal, at least not right now. And I'm not sure, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I'm looking at things in a lot bigger picture than perhaps... Um, is realized. Uh, you know, I'm working on things months in advance. You know, I'm currently in the process of finding new people to live with me in my apartment. And uh, it's also going through some changes as far as my job and potentially uh, looking at how that's going to be different uh, in a couple of months. So a lot on the plate. Um, but I do have some time right now to put out another new episode about Wonder Woman, which I'm so happy to be able to talk about. This is a movie that uh, has been anticipated for a very long time. Um, we've all wanted to see a female superhero ever since, uh, honestly, ever since Batman Begins and Spider-Man in 2000s uh, and the X-Men franchise. And then as soon as... Uh, as soon as Marvel started to put out, you know, two, three superhero superhero films a year, it we it became very apparent that none of these main characters were women. Outside of Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, who has not had her own solo movie to date, um, there really haven't been any major female characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, you can point to Gamora, who is just part of a team. Um, and you can point to the girlfriends slash wives of the actual main characters, like a Pepper Potts, 
uh, or, or, or like a Haley Atwell or, or something like that. But finally, despite uh, three big misfires from DC, we have the first female-led superhero film uh, that happens to be an origin story for Wonder Woman. Uh, say what you want about the methodology of DC, the DCEU, but in this case, they definitely uh, got a leg up on Marvel. Uh, all their movies have done fantastically well. Um, I think that uh, Wonder Woman is actually the smallest grossing opening weekend uh, for the DCEU, but it still made $100 million this weekend, and that's incredible. It is the highest grossing film or open, highest grossing opening weekend for a female directed film to date, uh, surpassing Fifty Shades of Grey. So, one way or another, this movie has already made a huge impact on the cinematic landscape. But that's not the story. The story is that this film has a ninety-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got like a Metacritic score in the eighties. Um, it is well regarded, well reviewed, and liked by generally everyone. And that is not something that we are accustomed to with a DC film. Man of Steel was mixed reviews. Batman v Superman was very bad reviews. Su Suicide Squad was also very bad reviews. And, um, you know, the failure on Suicide Squad really disheartened a lot of people. Everyone was very excited for that movie. Um, you didn't have Zack Snyder in the director's chair, and we lost hope, and, you know, we kept saying after Batman v Superman came out and, you know, was dismal that, you know, Suicide Squad was going to rejuvenate the series, uh, and that was kind of the last hope, and then Suicide Squad failed, so we moved on to say, well, okay, Wonder Woman's the last hope, because you really can't go into a Justice League movie without a single decent film to lead into it. You just you can't do it. You know, The Avengers would not have worked if Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Thor, if they'd all been bad, no one would have cared about The Avengers. But, thankfully, finally, we have a good, dare I say great, DCEU film. Uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman... Uh, is is was was good in Batman v Superman. Uh, she was definitely one of the highlights in that movie, and was a segment and element that I was I particularly enjoyed. Um, the biggest problem in that in Batman v Superman was that she didn't really get enough time to separate herself uh, as an individual individual character. She was relegated to the sidelines for the most of the film when she did finally take the spotlight it was for a very brief moment in time and the writing was so bad that they did not utilize her well uh, however she is given plenty of time to shine in her own film and she does so with great aplomb and I was just I was very impressed I'm very impressed by this film I think it is great. I personally put it as the best superhero film this year to date. I think it was better than Logan, which 
may be blasphemy to some people. I think it is better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But it's not, you know, it's not it's not a huge gap. You know, this isn't you know, this isn't the difference between the Dark Knight and Green Lantern. This is a much smaller gap. This is, you know, I'm not saying that Wonder Woman is better than you know, the first Guardians of the Galaxy or the Avengers or Iron Man or or the best that the MCU has to offer. But um, like I told a friend of mine, if this if this were quote unquote a Marvel film, it would rank sixth out of all the Marvel movies that I've seen. So it is definitely a, a great improvement and a, a huge accomplishment for Patty Jenkins, the director. Uh, so Wonder Woman. This is a film that's bookended by Gal Gadot in the present, uh, in the current year, um, receiving a letter from uh, Bruce Wayne with the original image and picture that was taken of her during World War One, a picture that we saw in Batman v Superman that led Bruce Wayne to realize that she has been around for a very long time and has not changed a single bit. Uh, and so this film is essentially Wonder Woman uh, Diana Prince reminiscing about the origin story of herself and how she came to leave the Amazons as a trained warrior, enter the real world of human beings, and ultimately help save uh, their lives and win the war, win World War One for them. Uh, in a sense, there's a lot more to it than that. Uh, there's a lot, a lot more different avenues that the film takes, but that is in this, in, in essence, the the core of this movie. So, the question is, I think, why does this one work? where the rest of the DCU fails. And uh, part of that is the limited uh, limited power given to Zack Snyder. Um, I think that that's just, uh, you know, part of the biggest... I think he is the biggest problem uh, with the film, the films prior to this one. Uh, but there's, there's more to it than that. Uh, you know... The sensibilities in Wonder Woman are just far more on point. It feels like in this movie, we understand Wonder Woman as a character far greater than we've ever understood uh, Zack Snyder's Superman, far better than we understood Bruce Wayne and Batman in Batman v Superman, far better than we've understood any of the characters in Suicide Squad. We strip away everything, we go back to the roots of Wonder Woman, we see her as a child, we see her grow up, we see the inf uh, influences and outward um, uh, forces acting upon her from from, a ch from when she was seven to when she's fully grown, how much she wanted to be a warrior, her own dream, her own legacy, uh, her training in secret with... Uh, Antiope, um, her mother's constant feelings that she has she is putting herself in danger, that she is um, not qualified to do what she wants to do, and then her 
uh, genuine, blossoming relationship with Steve Trevor, played by Chris Pine. Uh, They have a great dynamic between the two of them, uh, better chemistry than any two characters have had with each other previously in any of the DCEU movies, and uh, just their interactions are are very funny, genuinely funny, which these films have struggled mightily to accomplish. Uh, as well, uh, you know, looking at the villains uh, in the last three films, this is the first film to have any semblance of dimension to its villain. Not, it's not Loki. Um, it's not a a you know, it's not the Joker. Uh, you know, but it is a a viable villain uh, in in Ares, the god of war. Uh, so we got, we finally got something there. Uh, looking out beyond that, we've got a lot of side characters. Um, uh, you know, you've got David Thewlis playing a, a British man who is part of the war efforts in an attempt to, uh, bring peace to, to everywhere. You've got Danny Houston, Houston, not Huston. Danny Houston, who is playing um, Ludendorff, who is a German, who is in the who is part of the team trying to create a poison that can penetrate gas masks, uh, and he is working with uh, Elena Anaya, who plays Doctor Mar- Maru. Um, I don't. I kept thinking that I recognized her, but I really don't. Uh, I don't know what I'd seen her from. Uh, so, yeah. You have Saeed Tangmawi, Ewan Bremner, uh, and Eugene Brave Rock, who play three compatriots to Chris Pine's character, uh, who join him and Diana Wonder Woman in their <clears throat> sort of solo quest to prevent uh, Dr. Maru and Ludendorff from releasing this awful, uh, terrible poison on the world, and so there's, there's just all these, like, even these small characters, like, I feel more comfortable with them and who they are than I felt with, like, Amy Adams in Batman v Superman, than I felt with Lawrence Fishburne in Man of Steel, than I felt with, uh, you know, Kevin Costner in Man of Steel, I, I just, you know, these characters are just written so much better than any of the characters in the other movies. And, you know, that's, that's what makes a good movie. It's good writing. And and we, we've lacked that quite significantly. Uh, moving on. Uh, my absolute favorite moment of this movie does not come at the end. It is not an action scene. It is not... Uh, it is not not a big budget moment. Um, so you've got kind of three, four big segments of the movie. You've got the opening sequence uh, where uh, Diana grows up and ultimately Steve Trevor is rescued and uh, the island uh, and, and Diana ultimately leaves the island. You've then got a second segment where Diana is 
abroad in the real world and finally sort of realizing how out of place she is, but that she is trying to save everybody and is ultimately kind of sidelined by her gender. You've got a third segment where she and Steve Trevor and their group are at in the war and in the fighting and doing all the killing and the this and the that. And then there's a fourth segment, uh, which is the final conflict showdown. Uh, so, my favorite moment comes during the second segment where Diana is sort of fish in a fish out of water se- uh, sequence. And, and they play that so well. There are a lot of ways they could have messed that element up. They could have trivialized her because of her gender. They could have made her seem like a caricature of herself. But they could have made her seem like an idiot, really. And they don't. They, they, she is written well enough and given strong lines to the point where she is a competent character uh, who is... Still, you know, like the male characters in that time are not treating her with any of res- any of the respect that she deserves, but it is played at times for humor uh, when it is appropriate, but also at times for drama when it is just as appropriate. And there is a big moment where Steve Trevor is presenting uh, evidence of the poison to this sort of collection of old white men. And Diana kind of steps in and helps out with some translation stuff. And then there's a sort of a sequence follow-up to that where she confronts this group of guys. And I think that that is an incredibly powerful moment and easily my favorite moment of the movie. It embodies the entire character of who Diana is and reinforces just how perfect and and idealistic her uh her her uh, her goals are and this is kind of the thing that we missed from superman now superman is a god to us superman is traditionally a character that will do the right thing a hundred percent of the time as far as he sees Uh, And even if that were the case, and even if that is exactly how Man of Steel and and Batman v Superman played out, we never felt that in those movies. You 100% feel that with with Wonder Woman. You, at no point is she, you know, you know, too moody to go on. Is she skulking in the corner? Is she depressed by what's happening? She is constantly pushing forward making the next taking the next step making the correct decisions when they need to be made and constantly striving toward accomplishing her goals and and believing in not just herself but in the goodness of people and that is the part that's challenged it's not her ability to make the right decisions and do the right thing it is her ability to believe in people and to believe that everybody has good inside them that is the focal point of this movie because in case you didn't know there are bad parts to most people you know we're not all good and the good good people in the world are not perfect uh we all make mistakes we all do the wrong thing sometimes and we all struggle to 
be better people for the most part. Not all of us, I guess. Some of us don't want to be better people, but the vast majority of human beings want to be better, want to do the right thing. And it can sometimes be very illuminating and disappointing to find out that there are people who don't want to always do the right thing and don't want to be better people and are actively working against those notions and striving toward uh, toward toward ruining the lives of, of many other people. So, uh, you know, that is a genuinely difficult situation for a normal person. Uh, and so it becomes infinitely more significant for someone like Wonder Woman, who is believed since birth uh, that mankind is good and that it is simply the influence of Ares that has caused them to stray. And so she is really put to task with that whole ideology. And that is brilliant. Like, that is exactly what we needed out of a Wonder Woman origin story. We need to establish her core as a character going forward. And and now, and, and we need to understand... We need to establish her core from before. We need to figure out where she started out and where she got to. You know, we're not going to try and change her ideologies in Justice League or or going forward. You know, we have there are plenty of other aspects of her character that we can examine, but this core ideology is what needs to be solidified in this opening movie. And I think that uh, Patty Jenkins and um, Alan uh, Alan Heinberg, the the screenwriter did a great job of displaying that. You know, I'm very impressed and, and very thankful that they took the time to really dive into what makes her who she is and what direction she's coming from. You know, she is not the kind of character who's... She is not Superman in which, you know, killing is bad. You know, she definitely kills people in this movie. Uh, she is... But she is a, a force for good, and that uh, that direction, that angle, that indication becomes muddled the longer we go through the film, which it should, because good is a subjective thing, no matter how objectively we look at it, and it does take some time to really realize just what being a good person entails. So, Wonder Woman. Uh, outside of Wonder Woman, uh, Chris Pine, I think, does a great job as Trevor, Steve Trevor. Uh, his, like I said, his interplay with Gal Gadot as Diana is fantastic. Uh, he is a better uh, superhero relationship character partner than than Amy Adams is, uh, and and that is. I guess not a very high bar to cross, but um, even in the even in the MCU, they struggle to make good use. Excuse me, of characters like Pepper Potts and and the like. Uh, and just the the exchanges that he has with her are are genuine and and they feel natural. There's a scene with them on the boat as they're leaving the island. 
where they talk about sex that seemed like I don't know. I didn't feel like any of the things they were saying felt too out of place. They seemed very natural coming from both of these characters. Um, at one point, uh, he he willingly uh, grabs the lasso of truth, and I loved that moment. That was such a, a exciting moment, you know, to show just how committed he was to doing the right thing and how much he trusted her and how much he was he he supported her decisions and and viewpoint um and then despite how little uh connie nielsen and robin wright are in the movie you know they really don't last beyond the first segment once we get off the island we don't really go back and you know their impact on this movie you know connie nielsen as as uh, diana's mother is is a very strong female character robin wright is an equally as strong female character they both embody two very different uh, meanings of the word strong but they do so with great aplomb they are uh, very confident in who they are and what they're doing even when what they're doing uh, contradicts the other one you know robin wright is very willing to train diana to be a warrior connie nielsen wants her to not be a warrior and you know there's that entire uh, conflict that is created between the two of them and then there's also like uh, someone else on the island. Uh, 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 it's like what? Who was it? I know I recognized her. Or maybe I didn't. Maybe I just sort of recognized her. Mm, I must have. I don't know who I was thinking of. Um, but, uh, oh yeah, I, this is who it was, but I don't know who. I don't know who I thought she was, but um, I don't know. Just all these side characters, um, you know, young Diana, teenage Diana. <coughs> everyone does such a great job in this movie. And I think that it is totally worth going to see. I think that you will enjoy it regardless of your gender, regardless of your opinions on the DCEU and Marvel superhero movies and the like. Whether or not you liked Zack Snyder, you know, he is credited uh, for story on this movie. I don't know how much his input was actually factored into it, though. But ultimately... This is a great superhero movie, a great female-led, female-directed, uh, DC-affiliated movie. And that is something we sorely, sorely needed at this time. Um, I'm not going to do a spoiler section for this. I, I do think you should just go watch it. Uh, there isn't a ton to spoil uh, a couple of identities here and there. I will say, uh, to give some negative things to this movie, I do think that uh, Saeed Tagmawi, Ewan Bremner, and Eugene Brave Rock are not given enough to do to warrant their inclusion in this movie. Um, maybe if those three characters had only been two characters, or maybe one character, uh, it would have made more sense to me. But as it was, I think that they're just a little too cluttered to give them all enough time to shine. 
And then outside of that, you know, I think the special effects are pretty solid in most parts. Um, there are one or two moments uh, where I felt like they weren't up to par. You could totally see a green screen behind the characters. But I did actually enjoy the slow motion effects in this. I thought that they uh, did a good job of, of highlighting the right moments to slow motion. I thought a lot of the feats and stunts that were done were very interesting, very cool, very creative. Uh, and it sort of definitely highlighted the idea that all these women living on this island had kind of developed their own different sort of fighting style, which I think is is very important and is and helps create a unique feeling to them and, and for them in relation to the rest of the world and helps sets them apart. Uh, and then uh, one, the last final thing is that I liked the stakes of this movie. Um, it revolves around World War One. We all know how World War One ended. Uh, although to that to that end, you know, I think most people are far more familiar with World War Two, and so it's nice to see uh, World War One given the spotlight here, and sort of illuminating some of the things that maybe we didn't all realize were true about this this time in in American history and the world's history. And I think that as big of stakes as a world war is, are, are, uh, the fact that this f film doesn't really end on global domination, it's far more subtle than that. I, I really appreciated that aspect of it. And there was no great sky beam uh, in, a, in the traditional sense. So I was happy with that too. So, like I said, one of the, my favorite movies so far of the year, uh, total, definitely in my top five at the moment, but uh, likely will fall out of that place uh, as the months pass. And uh, but I'm just I'm very happy to see the DCU sort of write the course. I'm very trepidatious about Justice League, and very concerned with the direction it looks like it's heading. Uh, so, I'm. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be it. Um, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to try and get out more episodes as often as I can. But like I meant, like I said before, I'm still in a very state of, uh, wide state of flux at the moment. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. Um, if you want to check out the website, look at past scavenger hunts, past episodes, uh, and, and the Circle of Film Awards, you can head over to circleoffilm.com. Thank you so much uh, for listening, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades.